Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. It is Saturday, April 3rd, 2021. I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. Now, I have to go back a little bit to tell you why I'm having trouble with this concept of inflation without high interest rates. Now, we could debate whether you think inflation is happening or not. And and inflation basically means it takes more money to buy the same product. So if you bought a car for $25,000 and you went back two years later to buy the same car and it was now thirty-five, you would say that if it's an identical car, you would probably say that something has caused the price of that car to go up and it's either the cost of materials or labor or whatever which is inflationary because you're getting the same car. So it takes more dollars to buy the same thing. Now, when I think back to the 80s when I was involved in real estate and other business, interest rates were 18 to 20%. So let, let's step that back a little bit. So if you, were, if you had a bond, let's say you had a GIC for $100,000, you would be bringing in $18,000 a year of income. Now, let's assume that, infl- and the reason they said interest rates were so high were, was to fight inflation because everything was was going through the roof. And if money was more expensive, there would be less of it. That would be the idea. People would be buying fewer things and demand would drop and so would prices. Kind of worked and didn't work because it hurt a lot of people. But if you were um, investing 100000 and got $18,000 back, even if inflation was 10%, you would have $8,000 left. And after you paid taxes, horrific taxes, you'd be at $4,000 of profit on your $100,000. Now, depending on your income level, it would be different on the tax side. But for sure, you would have something left over after inflation. Today, uh, what you see is interest rates are, for that GIC or that investment bond, maybe 2%, 2.5%. So when you invest $100,000, you start at getting $2,000, say $500 back. After tax, excuse me, $1,250. And people argue and say, well, inflation isn't that high today. So you're really doing okay, but I would disagree. I'm at the point of personally trying to get my head around inflation without high interest rates because I really am struggling with this. Because my entire existence, it was different. Um, my whole thought about, you know, the whole issue of interest rates and, and you know, you can't have inflation 
without interest rates because that's all I've experienced. And so your brain gets wired, and mine's kind of wired at a very influential time. I kind of had that ingrained in me. Um, if you if you go back and listen to one of my first podcasts, which is called The Ice Cream Shop, I believe, you'll hear me explain all the mistakes I made in that uh, business adventure. And one at the time was we had a line of credit with a actual real bank that was something in the neighborhood of 22% interest. Now, I didn't know this initially because I was I made every mistake possible. So when we would put in money from our business, they would immediately take it out to pay down the debt, and we'd be left with no cushion or cash flow to do anything, and this would continue. And so, I, you know, initially we'd have these incredible months, and you'd think, well, geez, I just deposited, you know, $5,000 in the bank account, and you'd go to look, and you'd be at negative something, and they just took it out. And so that's not your payday loan. That's a regular bank that was charging 22%. Mortgage rates, 14%. You know, I, I had some properties, and we were actually cash flowing properties at 14%. So today when people say, well, interest rates are 2%, 2.5%, what happens if they double to 5 I have to chuckle. If they double to 10 that would still probably be considered reasonable, I think, today, concerning what's happening with interest rates, with inflation, sorry. So I believe we're at about a 5 to 10% inflation rate. And the problem we have as consumers and also as, as biz, older, I would say older business folks like I am, is we're wired to hate debt. We hate debt. We hate dealing with banks. We hate dealing with all of that stuff. And that's a real problem. Because think about it. If you have a $100,000 loan and you then do your business and let's say you're even paying four percent on this loan if you as i do believe that ten percent inflation is with us because of the way they're printing money you're actually making money on the debt which i have a hard time figuring out but in fact if you do the math six percent to ten percent of the money they loaned you is the loss in buying power when you pay them that money back. So $100,000 10 years from now won't buy you near the money, uh, or sorry, the products it will buy you today. So so it, it totally goes against the way our brains are wired and the way you've been taught to, to be wired. But the question would then come, let me ask you this question, and this sort of makes me push it a little bit. So if you had $100,000 in the bank should you pay off the debt or just leave the hundred grand in the, in the bank and, and maybe take out another debt to buy another property? Well, part of your brain is saying, don't do that. Danger. If you remember that lost this base robot, danger, danger, right? You think if I take out more debt and rates go up, I'm really in trouble because I have to pay all that debt. But think for a moment what will happen if inflation gets to that point where it's and interest rates are that high if you're buying something like an asset, a hard asset, real estate, a solid business, whatever it may be that's a hard asset, it will also go up in value to compensate for the change. Now, I don't know how to get myself to think about this, but I'm going to have to because it's clear that even if you had a bond for a couple hundred thousand, you're probably better off borrowing at two and a half or three and a half percent to buy something rather than using your own money if, if, you, if you can not do that. The money gives you freedom, 
the money gives you an opportunity to jump on an asset if you can do it without, you know, if you need to do it without getting debt, um, as we did with buying the land recently. So you want to have a different strategy for that. I don't have an answer, but here's what I'm thinking about inflation without high interest rates. The reason I think we're having, and, the, and these only matter in the sense of what you're going to do or what I'm going to do. The thing I've talked about over and over, and you're probably sick of hearing me about it, is the printing of money. So governments continually print more money. Most of it goes to banks and other ways to finance debt. There's more of it. There's more of it chasing fewer assets. There are fewer houses being built. There's, we only have so much land, they're not making any more of it. Um, and so this ample amounts of cheap money is chasing few assets. So inflation is probably much higher than the 2 to 3%. I believe it's 5 to 10%, which means, by definition, the value of debt is dropping. So if you have a hundred board $100,000 um, and you don't pay any of it off, 10 years from now, that $100,000 will probably buy you less than what $50,000 will buy you today. Or you will need, to put it more accurately, one hundred fifty to even 200000 to buy what that 100000 will buy when you took out the loan. So is it better to to pay it off for you to eat that or is it better for the bank to or the government in essence? I don't know if we're going to continue to see accurate inflation numbers from governments because they seem to be changing it. I mean, I think you have to ask yourself the last time you went to the grocery store as I did last time on this podcast or the last time you re- re-upped your insurance on a property or your car insurance, the last time you paid for you know services around your home or healthcare services, the amount of taxes, income tax, or property tax you're paying, everything is clearly going up higher than what they're reporting as being inflationary, so you have to wonder, what is the true number? I think conservatively five, more accurately, probably eight to ten. So that's why I think we're getting inflation without high interest rates. Are we going to get 15, 20% interest rates? I have no idea. All I know is that when I look at some of our, um, actually all of our rental properties, I think about 10% interest rates. And I say, okay, at 10%, is this property going to survive with the rent that's coming in from tenants if it's a rental property? So you need to start thinking about that. I don't think we're going to see 10 right away, but we may see 5. But then you ask yourself, with all this government debt, how are they going to print enough money to pay the interest on the 5? Because they can't not pay their interest on the bond, because that would be catastrophic. I'll talk some more about the next time in Shrink Money Advice, as I continue to sort of try to get my hardwired brain to understand that, you know, debt can be an asset. I, I just... Just even say it, it makes me cringe. Uh, but it actually could be in the right environment. I want you to think about that too. Don't do anything, as I say at the beginning, without talking to all your financial people and your bankers and lawyers and accountants and so on, because I'm not an advisor. I'm just simply telling you what I'm struggling with. Um, and I think there's obviously a balance, as we've always talked about. Um, but again, I think it's uh, it's new times for new thoughts. I'm Hank for Shrink My Advice. You have an amazing week. I'll talk to you again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 